we are live. I'm Big Dave. And I'm Alan. And tonight's episode is a little bit different because I've decided to drop a topic on Alan without telling him what it is or any research or anything. So you're going to find out how good of a BSer I am. So, <laughs> so um, something happened today that kind of reminded me of some things that I think today's place and time has kind of we've lost it, it they're they're it's kind of an institution it, it's actually a kind of way you get a fan in it no 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 i'm just yeah. I'm, there's a fan running they yeah i know it's a, it's, that's fine <laughs> anyway it's, it's kind of an institution i think it's kind of been lost okay for two or three different reasons but it also kind of ties into another thing and because I've lived in several different states, I've seen this institution at different levels, but it all kind of ties back into another movie. Okay. And that's the institution of the Friday night and Saturday night cruise route. <laughs> okay. Talk about American graffiti. <laughs> yeah, American graffiti. Um, I was listening to a, a podcast today, and they played a song that kind of reminded me of those days of course right. we're you know it's the weather today you know it i didn't have the windows down because it was hot yes and i'm fat yeah. and it's because it's hot in the summertime people <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was one of those things that kind of took me back it's like you know when you used to you know you, when you're growing up you think about you know okay if i could just get a car mm-hmm. doesn't matter what kind of car mm-hmm and you get that card and you realize it does matter what kind of car I got. And I'm stuck with this thing. Because <laughs> it's usually something your parents bought you or something that you scratched together and it's all you could afford. Right, or you right. inherited something. Right. Um, but then it's, okay, Friday night, we're going to cram everybody that I know in this car. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go where everybody else is. Mm-hmm. And that was where the cruiser route comes in. Yes. So... When I lived in Illinois, there was a cruise route there. Okay. When I'd come home to Kentucky to visit family and all that, if I wanted to find my friends or if I just wanted to go and have something to do, even if I didn't know anybody, I would go to the cruise route in in Kentucky. Mm -hmm. And then when I moved to Hendersonville, the first night I was here was a Friday night. And I was like, is there a mall? Yes, there's a mall. Yes. I bet there's a cruise route. I, you know, I've still got like a month and a half before school starts. If I'm going to meet anybody, I'm going up to the cruise route. Mm-hmm. And this one up here at the mall at Rivergate was the biggest one I had ever seen in my life. And it was a little crazy. Yes. On Friday and Saturday night, you could not drive around the mall because there but were so many people. It was know. it was two lanes. The road mm-hmm. around the mall was two lanes wide. Mm-hmm. Well, two lanes one way and two, went two lanes the other. Yeah. Yeah. And you were, it would take you an hour and a half to get around the mall because you were doing two miles an hour. Mm-hmm. And, and one, the malls shut it down because, you know, they, nobody could get in and out of the mall. Right. <laughs> two, the kids that couldn't drive yet would go to the mall and be in the mall causing havoc mm-hmm. because that's where all the kids were at. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, you don't see cruise routes anymore. You see, nope. you see cruise ins. Where some you know a bunch of classic cars or something will go and take over a place right, and show right. off their cars, which is I well, prefer honestly. I, so. <laughs> now that I'm older, I do too. Yeah, that's a, um, or you see like cars and coffee, which are you know they've got them all over the nation, and mm-hmm. it's where all the the rich people go and show off how much money they spent on something that 
you know, somebody else built for them. Right. Um, but the old time classic cruiser out type thing was half car show, half car stereo competition. Yes. Um, half speed dating. Yes. Because and, and half <laughs> that's true also. And, yeah. and half Chinese mass Chinese fire drill. Yes. There's yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know you the the route that. I remember the most it was, mm-hmm. it was after I just got my license was in Illinois and this was the cruise route there was a road in front of the IGA okay and at the end of that just past the IGA there was a like a little turnaround there because they didn't finish the road because they put to get, put a rail spur there mm-hmm. so there's a big circle there where you could turn your car around and you go back up the street in front of the IGA you turn right, you go about a block up. It was a, that road was about a block long. You would turn right and go about a half block up and turn left, and you would go a block down, and there was a four-way stop there. And you would turn your, you'd pull a Yui in the middle of the four-way stop, and you'd go the block back down and then just repeat. Mm-hmm. This cruise route had an element of danger to it. Okay. Why so? Because when you would turn right from the IGA to go up to make that left-hand turn to that four-way stop, mm-hmm. there were three railroad tracks okay. in the middle of the cruise route. Okay. So if the train was coming, so you were stuck in the middle of it. So <laughs> yeah. it, it was almost a big game. It, not only was it car show, car stereo competition, um, Speed dating, mm-hmm. mass Chinese. Well, now you had a great big giant game of chicken because oh, this some this, of that. Yeah. This, this cruise route creeped along at two miles an hour, stop and start, mm-hmm. just like the one at the mall. Right. And inevitably, somebody would get caught on the tracks with a train coming, and because kids are kids. The person in front and the person behind would refuse to move mm-hmm. to see, and of course the other people aren't moving. So it was a a game to see how long you could hold them on the tracks without them freaking out and driving off into the dirt to get away from the train. Right, right. <laughs> really stupid. Very. And and but it was interesting. Mm-hmm. Did you did you participate in these? Not really. Um, so I'm talking about something you don't know. No, I, about. I know. Here's. Actually, I'm glad we're talking about this because, um, you know, you, you have those moments that kind of stick with you. Yeah. You know, that like for some reason, 20 odd years later, you you still remember. You oh, know? yeah. yeah. Um, people that you meet, you might not even know their names any longer, but you remember that person in that moment in that at that yeah, time, you know. Exactly. Um, I was never much on the, the cruising thing. My parents were like very against it. But the funny thing is, is that like they did it when they were teenagers. You know, like my dad would talk about like the route that they used to go through the middle of town here. You know, yeah. and you know, past the Shoney's and you know, all this kind of stuff. You know, and then of course he was really against it whenever I got of age. You know, because that's how parents work apparently. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I had friends that would do that. Like people that I went to high school with, were always talking about like, yeah, yeah, you know, spent you know the weekend up at you know cruising the mall and this and that and everything. Yeah, and. Um, I only I only went a couple of times. One of them was I was a freshman in high school. Yes, I was a freshman in high school. Okay. 
and I was in there with uh, two guys that I went to church with, friends Brian, Brian and Brandon. They were both older than me. Both yeah. of them had license, you know. And we were in one of them's car. I don't remember whose. Oh, we were in Brian's car. Remember that? Okay. It was a Saturday night. It was it was in it was in October because we were going to go to a haunted house. We were going to go to uh, there used to be a haunted woods here. Oh, you, you know. know, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and we were going to go to that, but we were we had been to the. I think Brandon was working at the mall or something. We pick him up. We're stuck in all of that, so we weren't really cruising so much as we were trying to get out and couldn't, you know. <laughs> And somebody, hung, I don't know what happened. Uh, Brandon had a pretty quick temper, and a, apparently, I was sitting in the back. I didn't see what happened. Apparently, they were they were trying to get over or whatever. Somebody wouldn't let him over, and so he gave him the finger. And then all of a sudden, like I don't remember the car got hit with something like it hit the front windshield. It wasn't anything big, you know. It was just one of those yeah. things. Where like, what the, you know, what the hell is this, you know? And you know, of course, we're doing two miles an hour and oh, yeah. can't get out of there. And I remember, like, you know, hearing these people like, "Pull over, mf or oh, you know, yeah. and blah 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 yeah. blah. I'm like, I'm going, what's going on here? Because I didn't see any of it. I had no clue, you yeah. know. And somebody even came over and like hit the car, like one of the dudes whatever came over and kind of like jammed yeah. the, the window with his with his open palm you know and was like get out of the car blah 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 and just so happened there was a police officer like right there yeah. and I remember and Brian like got over there like cut cut off traffic pretty bad to get over there you know and um, that pretty much ended all that and we wound up not going that night because it we wound up long, yeah, yeah it took way too long we couldn't get there and all that kind of junk stupid you know it's one of those things you look back now you're like stupid everybody was stupid you oh know, yeah whatever blah, blah. the one that i was talking about though was actually after i was out of high school like it was like the summer after i graduated high school yeah. and i wound up up i wound up there because honestly i don't remember why i why i wound up there i that, know who i was there with that's though. a legitimate reason yeah. all of us we never Honestly, none of us really knew why we were there. We just right. knew we were there right. because somebody else was there, and right. we went to go see them. Right. And there was a couple of guys that and I knew that, like, one of them was working on my car, or we were working on my car together, and we were actually talking about. It, it's funny to look back well, that, on now. That's we part were talking. Of what kind of car was right. it? Well, my car, I had a '75 Camaro. There you go. And it was a piece of crap. I'll say that right up. But, but it, I love that car. But it was okay. a project. But it was a project, See, and I had ideas, and he had worked on it some, and we were working on it together, and we were also, and this is, I'm 18 years old, okay, just fresh out of high school. Oh, yeah. And we're talking about starting a business together of doing this stuff, you know, and like even legit, like got down the road a little ways. And I kind of look back now, I'm like, I kind of wish we had at least tried, you know, had doing, gotten, doing you know, car restoration yeah, and yeah, car mods. Exactly. And all that. You know, Oh, you, if you had got started back then, you would have been in some serious money nowadays. Yeah. Just look by at all now, the, look yeah. at all the TV shows. And all exactly. That. But you know, that's cause that was 20, that was in summer of 92. So that's what 27 years ago, you know, yeah. anyway, somehow I wound up there. I was meeting them or something and I got into all that. And I remember jumping in the back of the pickup truck. Was in the back of a pickup truck. So me and Johnny and I forget what the guy's name that was driving, and we we're just kind of going around or whatever. When we get over to a certain point, and like he saw somebody that he knew. Mm -hmm. Okay, so like they pulled over because you know, they had like the parking lots where you could like pull into. You know, oh, yeah. you had to have like the special. Um, they had a thing up there, I think, where it was like you could only get into it if you had a special like decal. That you and it didn't cost anything. You just had to register with the mall to be able to get into the parking lots. The one. 
Yeah. I've never even yeah, seen or they heard did. about that. They what? did at one point. They had something like that. I think they kind of got rid of it later. Um, yeah, because I pulled it and parked wherever I wanted to. So um, I remember, like, it was one of those things, like, yeah, yeah, well, and I pulled over, and I remember the car pulled up. I don't remember the car, but I remember the girl that was driving the car. Yeah. And I will forever have her image burned in my brain for some reason. Only time I ever saw her. Mm-hmm. Only time I ever talked to her, any of that kind of stuff. And she was a little older yeah. than I was, you know. But it was just one of those things that for some reason her memory with that, that you know, that permed blonde hair and... She had black eyebrows. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And you know, and the red lipstick, and you know, and the, you gotta the, the love tan that, skin, and I, that I just late eighties, early nineties, still, yeah. still hair metal hanging on. It wasn't on, quite. Just, it wasn't quite that. It wasn't quite the big hair. No, but it was still that bleach blonde. Yes, it yeah. was. But it was just one of those things. I still have that image burned in my brain for some reason. I don't know why. Which is funny because like when you talk about American graffiti, yeah. that's the whole thing with Suzanne Summer is that she's the blonde in the car. Right. And that's what they talk and that was one of the things that George Lucas talked about in that movie is that the blonde in the car is the one that you never forget for some reason. Yeah. And and, and now and yeah, it's, yeah so it, it's it's the blonde in the car. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the one car that you're never gonna forget. It's right. the one that starts your love affair with. Oh yeah, cars you know, and, and it, it's it's the music right. that is playing. Not it may not even be playing in your car. It may have been playing in the car next to you. Right. You know because oh absolutely because even, absolutely you, you know, know at American Graffiti everybody was listening to the same station right. and it was right. that. It was that Mexican high watt jammer that oh yeah the, what do they call it? the uh, uh, blowtorch no blowtorch blow but it, or, or, or yeah. a border blaster right right because they were actually in Mexico because right, they were but, and, broadcasting over way over power uh, absolutely you yeah. know and and the Wolfman I know, you know Wolfman Jack I know classic classic DJ and, right and that was back in the days when DJs actually would be like no forget it we're playing this mm-hmm. and they were almost the the social the social change mm-hmm. agent oh, yeah. during that time. Well, but, you know, the funny thing is, is that within five years of that, though, they had pretty much done away with all that up yeah. there. And I remember I was working at the time I was working at, when I was working at Hoppy Town, yeah. which was like mall adjacent. It's like, you know, it's like in it's the in area. It's in one of the shopping centers yeah, next to right. the mall. And I remember because we, you know, we sold all kinds of stuff. And then we sold, you know, models and, you know, you know remote control planes gaming and cars cards. and gaming and all that kind of stuff. And, I remember we had gotten in these, and, and a lot of people like to come in and get the models and mod them yeah. to look like the vehicles and stuff. And we actually had gotten in some like uh, hydraulics you could put on the models and like make them go three wheel. And really? All that. Oh yeah. I never saw those. Oh yeah, and they were really popular. Like they would sell out almost immediately. You know, this is in '97. Yeah. And there was a guy that came in who was like talking. He's like, "Oh, this is so cool." And he's looking blah blah blah, and and he was talking about his car. Where he's like, and he's like, stops. He's like, "Did you ever cruise the mall?" And I'm like, "No." And he started talking about his car. He's like, "Yeah, people know me from this." And he had like something written. I forget what it was written on, you know, yeah. across the windshield of his car or whatever. And I'm like, I never got into all that stuff. And, and know, see, just, the the mall cruise, right, um, north of Nashville here where we're at, mm-hmm. was a totally different feel and vibe. Than those small town cruises. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Because with those small town cruises, you, you either went to high school with those people, or you're related to those people, mm-hmm. or you know those people because you went to high school with somebody they're related to. Right. Um, 
and it was the same way in both the Kentucky cruise and the Illinois cruise. Because there's nothing else to do. Yeah, there's nothing else yeah. to do. You know, in Illinois, it was a town of eleven thousand in the middle of the biggest corn and soybean field you've ever seen in your <laughs> yeah, life. Yeah, I mean, it was as flat as this tabletop. I know. About ten years ago, I was in um, in Alabama with some friends. We had gone down for a roller derby match. Yeah. In Huntsville, and we were coming back through, and you come through Ardmore to come back, which is half in Tennessee and half in yeah. in uh, Alabama. And we stopped at the Sonic there. This is like a Saturday night, I oh, think it was. When Sonics came out, they became a huge yeah. cruise. Well, but that was the thing is, it's like thing. we were there to eat, you know. And yeah. it was one of those things where there wasn't a whole lot of people, but there was a few that were like going around. And obviously, yeah. they had the route that they were traveling and everything. Yeah. And it was like, well, I guess, yeah, on a small town Saturday night, this is about the only thing there is to do. Yeah. You know, it's. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and, it, and it's funny, the the Illinois Cruise, the three albums that I remember for some reason playing, or the four albums, really, I remember playing in heavy rotation, just about every car mm-hmm. that was there was um, the Skid Row album had just come out. Which one? That first one. The first one, okay. Which was... Uh, You've Gone Wild. You've Gone Wild and all that, um, which was funny because it was such a great album. And then they put out the second album, which was If You'd Heavier. Yeah. And they were like, we would have never put out the first album because we don't play that week stuff. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, so and there they, was, but I guarantee you they still do I'll Remember You every time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the chick song, man. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so that Skid Row album had just come out. Mm-hmm. Um, Motley Crue, Theater of Pain, had been out for a while. Yeah, but it saying. was still in heavy rotation. I was say, by that time, uh, Dr. Feelgood would have been out probably it, it was start, that was starting to come into yeah. rotation but it was still that theater of pain mm-hmm. um black sabbath we sold our souls for rock oh, yeah. and roll it's basically a great a best of yeah and um nwa's uh, straight out, out of compton, compton. yeah <laughs> and you know that it seemed like that was during those during that that time i was in illinois it seemed like if you hit the cruise route at some point you were going to pass a car mm-hmm. blaring one of those four albums oh, yeah. out of it well that was you know Maybe not quite in the cruise, but just talking about like having access to a car, yeah, or you know that kind of oh, stuff. Oh no, again, and, that, that, and I know we've kind of leaned heavy on the cruise part of it, but well, it's, no, it's more it's more about if, the car itself. You and, know? and the and, whole point I was bringing up was the American graffiti thing. You know, right. this tradition, you know, goes as far back as when about the fifties. About the time that teenagers really became a thing. Yeah, yeah, and they started, you know changing their cars and modding their cars right. and there, there was the radio that everybody and if you weren't at the drive-in getting food and hanging out mm-hmm. you were out cruising the main right. drag right to see who was out there and at that point you know, well even today you know if the cruise routes are still going on there was still you know street racing going on mm-hmm. so yeah you know i don't that, know we the, don't we didn't get a whole, whole lot of that here uh <laughs> that i know of of course like i said i never we, we had you uh, know we yeah, had you did we had a local place here um what was it uh, oh it was that drag strip that was over there yeah up on um, um, um shoot i can't remember the name yeah we had a Union there was hill? a there's a drag strip that's local was here it union hill union hill that's yeah. it yeah um but no i i know for a fact that there were some street races out on galton road because i watched them okay so <laughs> that doesn't surprise me much either yeah. uh but you know you're talking about albums and stuff when um th- those same guys that, that yeah. you know that I was talking about earlier. Um, you know, once again, I was a freshman in high school. I don't remember. I, I know Brandon. I don't know. Brandon was a couple of years older than me, and Brian was a year or two older. I don't remember exactly yeah. what it was. You know, 
I do know that Brian had a license at 15 because they had moved up here from Mississippi. And in Mississippi at the time, you could get a license at 15. Yeah. And so it just, why do I need to go and get a Tennessee license? Because I can already drive and I don't have to wait a year, you know, type yeah, thing. Exactly. Um, but I remember like the three of us going and doing stuff a lot, especially during the summertime and, you yeah. know, and windows down, radio Exactly. Up. And that's the thing. I always say, there were three albums. <coughs> there were three albums that we li- that we listened to on repeat. Okay. On while we were in that car. Okay. Yeah. It was Guns N' Roses' "Appetite for Destruction." Uh, great album. It was N.W.A.'s "Straight Outta Compton." Yep. And it was "Easy, Easy, Easy Does It." Okay. I mean, it's just the the, yeah. the two came out. You know, was it? For whatever reason, but those were the three that we listened to on repeat, yeah, over and over and over and over again. And so that's kind of a like a few years ago when Straight Straight Outta Compton came out. Yeah, I was excited to see it. I was like, no, I want to see this, you know, because oh, yeah. you know. And it was, I people asked several times, like, wait a second, you know, yeah, I get it. I'm a middle aged white dude. Okay. <laughs> Just, yeah, but yeah. we remember when that album but dropped. Exactly. It's like I and believe me, I've heard that album a ton. And up so, until then it had been stuff like, you know, run D it had all been hey, yeah, New run York DMC. stuff. It was um, Run DMC, you know, it was uh, uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Yeah, you know, they came out was, of Philly had been, was, um, you know um oh, K R S one. K R S one, Boogie um, Down Productions. Yeah, I mean hold on. <laughs> you know, yeah, it was. And so when the when the West Coast stuff really kind of started Eric B and Rakeem. Yes, that's another oh, one. Yeah. That that when, when New Jack City dropped and that and, and, Oh yeah, and I had Ice T on yeah. And the it, movie Juice. Yeah. That soundtrack for Juice. That was just a little It was a little later, later but, but still. But yeah, the new the New Jack but, City soundtrack um, was was big. Oh, the guy that's on I can't why can't I think of his name? Um, lady LL Cool J. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, LL yeah. Cool J. Out of, oh, I was uh, going back to Cali. Well, it no, was somewhere you, around no, before that. Was, I know. Yeah, I know. But it was. But you know, when he, he was, was he was a kid. he was sixteen yeah. when he dropped that first. I know. Sixteen when he dropped that first. Or, maybe younger. He was. Yeah. He was. He may have been when he was still wearing the the whole matching the tracksuit tracksuit yeah. with yeah, the, the Kango hat mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and we're not talking about like the the cabbie hat. We're talking no, about the Kango like the floppy yeah the Kango bucket hat. Yeah, exactly. So and you know that. Was all he's like, yeah, I need yeah, love, yeah. you know, <laughs> um, uh, jingling baby, you know, all yeah, that stuff. All and that. It, it, you know, they were still running around and you know, they're talking about you know, taking their Jeeps out cruising mm-hmm, or that mm-hmm. Mercedes milk truck out right. cruising. Well, that was uh, what's uh, um, what's his name? Um, if you want it, you got it, you want it, baby, bust a move. Oh, uh, uh uh, young MC, yeah, Young MC. Uh, well, you had Rob Bass and DJ Rob, Easy Rob. Rob Bass. I can't tell know? you how many times we listened. Well, that was after I had gotten to Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was, but that was huge. That that album. Oh was yeah, huge. It actually, takes two. Actually, that was that, Joy and Pain. That hit like, probably the last year I was in Illinois, but it carried over down mm-hmm, here. Everybody mm-hmm. was still rocking. But you know, it was time. also one of those things that you know, being involved with football. I heard a lot of that stuff. Of course, you still yeah. you would still hear Metallica and Motley Crue. Oh and, yeah. You know, so it was one of those things where, yeah, it was just a blend. Like the two, you heard the the two crossed so much. Yeah. During that time period, 
And again, it goes back to that whole, I still kind of associate all of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's not so much the cruise route. It's, it's kind of being that age and that music. And, exactly. And exactly. It's high school. Taking what it was. all of your friends yeah. and cramming them in that car. Oh, I know. Well, see, that's the thing. And just I had, driving around for no reason. You had a, was it a station wagon, right? I, okay. My first car. Mm-hmm was a 1984 full-size Chevrolet Caprice Classic station wagon. The seats in this thing would fold down, and once you got the seats folded down, you could put a full twin mattress in the back of that car. And that was... And, and I found... And I that, don't want to know how you know that. Well, I'm going I'm to explain how I know that. Um, I got that car. I, uh, I got that car after we had moved to Tennessee, so mm-hmm. we're talking ninety-two, ninety-three. Okay. Um, I don't know anybody in Plano, Texas. Go away. <laughs> That's a robocall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was still a movie theater or uh, a drive-in movie theater. Oh, nice. Uh, up in Gallatin. Right. Oh, yeah. Here. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I think yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. There. Yeah. There was until the early two thousands. We still had that one. Yeah. Well. I got this car, and a guy I went to high school with owned a um, classic. His dad owned a car, uh, classic car um, sales place in the middle mm-hmm. of Hendersonville that has they still do that still has all the the hot rods and stuff that you see when you're driving from the Waffle House on into. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was every once in a while they have something over there. I'm like, oh, Ooh, yeah. should I stop and look? <laughs> um, and I'm like, no, my my wallet says no. But he heard me talking about you know because. At about the same time was when all that all the big speakers, you know, everybody mm-hmm. was putting subs mm-hmm. in their car and amp mm-hmm. in the car and all that. And I had a part time job. Also, you have to remember this is also the time when everybody started lowering all their cars down oh, to yeah. like three inches off the ground and it started Put, putting it fourteen started, inch Daytons on yeah, their trucks. It started like just painting them the most god awful neon, neon colors. colors. Oh, yeah. Like pastel colors a lot of times. I, I don't you know? know if you saw this um there was a guy I went to high school with that had the Nissan hard body with the hard shell topper right, on right, it. Right, right, right. And it was painted Gumby green. And then it actually had Gumby like on the back tailgate <laughs> on it. It was like uh, another guy I went to high school. Uh, Scotty had a had a VW Bug that he had put oh, nice. like, Dayton's on and lowered it. And that was actually a pretty sweet VW. Yeah. I, it, I think Scotty's doing woodworking now. If, you, nice. if you're listening, Scotty, what's up, dude? Yeah. Um, Shout out to Scotty. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> but I had a little bit of money, and I put, I had, I built. What are you looking for? Turn the turn the main down. Just turn the main a down. Are you a little, little loud. Okay. Yeah, we're we're pe- okay. We're good. Peeking out. We're good. Okay, there you go. Oh, you, you get you get production notes in the, there you in go. the podcast. <laughs> um, I, somebody made me a speaker box, mm-hmm. and the guy that I went what about to the love below. Hmm? Never mind. No, what'd you say? So, what about the love below? Come on. Uh, no. <laughs> anyway. Oh, um, yeah, that outcast no. joke went yeah, right over my yeah, head. Yeah. Anyway, um, he, the guy I went to high school, I went up there. He had a couple of subs that they'd taken out of the car. Mm-hmm. And I put them in that box. And a buddy of mine helped me. I, um, Circuit City. Yes. Back in the day. Or was it H.H. Gregg? Might have been H.H. Probably Greg. Probably H.H. Gregg, yeah. Um, ran a sale on Jensen MOSFET amp- amplifiers. Mm-hmm. And MOSFET amps, yeah. I found like a, a 400-watt amplifier that mm-hmm. was being cleared out for like 100 bucks, mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, cool, you know, and buddy of mine helped me. So I had this mom mobile, this full-size 
ocean liner of a station wagon. And back where the, you know, you had the two, the rumble seats in the very back, that's where I put the speaker box. So it was actually firing up at the, at the roof of the car and then altering its wave right, right. and coming back down in the car past the steering wheel and affecting the car in front. <laughs> and this isn't a station wagon. This isn't a station wagon. <laughs> I, I didn't even try to put rims or anything. I mm-hmm. left it full mobile. Mm-hmm. And we would put the toy mattress in the back. And I'd set the mattress, you know, lay all the seats down, put the mattress in the back, put the speaker box up on top. Because I also had some, it was a bad build because I had the subs in the box. Mm-hmm. And then I had two six by nines mounted in the top part of it. So you had the subs firing forward and the six by nines firing up. It was a bad build. It was a terrible build. I was, <laughs> you should never do that. I was 16 years I old. I know, I know. But, oh, believe me, I've got a speaker story too. So it's a, But we would go to the drive-in theater. And I would actually put that box so that the six by nine speakers were facing towards the movie screen and the subs were firing up towards the sky. Mm -hmm. And we put that on top of the car with a piece of foam underneath the box. Mm -hmm. And then we would all lay in the back of the car, you know, because I'd back the car into the spot and we'd all lay on the mattress because they didn't have the speakers you hung on the doors anymore. You tuned it in through your car stereo. Mm -hmm. So I was providing audio for like the... Everybody. (laughs) For for basically the the closest 10 cars around me. Yeah, pretty much. And everybody loved me because I was the only one adding low end to this drive-in theater movie. Nice, nice. But the other part is, you know, I would actually go cruising in that car. And usually I was listening to rock. Mm-hmm. And because of the way the setup, the amp was actually sitting in the floor of the passenger side, driver's side. Okay. And I was only running, because it was 400 watts for two little tins, so it was yeah. way too much amp. For oh, yeah. Head. Oh, yeah. So I was only running the amp like a you know quarter power or something. And I'd always get some tricked out low rider or something, pull up next to me. And this is where the car stereo competition comes mm-hmm. in. And he'd turn his up. And I'd turn ACDC up. Mm-hmm. And he'd turn his up. I'd turn mine up. He'd turn his up. And then I would eject ACDC. And I had one bass tape. Okay. And it was the Techmaster PEB bass computer. <laughs> Is that the one that would, like, go above and be below uh, audible? Like, you couldn't even yeah. hear it any longer? Yeah. yeah. And I, really, I think Bass Boy had one of those or something. It was, well, yeah. on that tape was called the Ultimate Subwoofer test Mm -hmm. and it was like a four minute song of putting your subs through every frequency range you could think of right and i always kept it queued up to that song and i put it in the tape deck and i would reach over with a little tweaker screwdriver and i'd turn that amp all the way up and before it was over the guy next to me would inevitably roll his windows up (laughs) because that car as long as it was was nothing more than a sound cannon yeah pretty much so yeah i uh after i bought my first vehicle um I decided, yeah, you know, and I wasn't really into the whole bass thing. You know, I just wanted it loud. Yeah, that, loud, that was me you know? too. But I, I kept the one tape as a yeah. And so I, uh, I was at a pawn shop somewhere we used to go into. It was over East Nashville before East Nashville was a cool place to be, and uh, they were selling speakers. And I bought a set, you know. Oh yeah. And it was one of those things I didn't know jack about them whatsoever. It's like, oh look, they're fifteens, you know. So I wound up buying like you know. But it was one of those things where it was like, 
Yeah, I know. No, and, no, no. That's not what I'm laughing at. Okay, I just, I just go ahead. I'm, I'll, okay. I'll get back to that. But I was, it was, I, I bought, you know, I bought the set of 15s, and of course they were in. They weren't in anywhere near what you like the the cabinet that you would need whatsoever. You know, the box they were in like the the truck box. You know, that would go behind the seat of the truck. You know. Yeah. And uh, so I put, I got that and bought an amp, and you know, and so I put them in. You know, I I had a friend of mine help me, or I had a friend of mine do it for me because I didn't know how to do any of that crap you did, know did any of us we were yeah. just we were just throwing speakers oh, in the I car know. and going make it louder and so it was one of those things it was great for about two weeks and then all of a sudden it stopped working mm-hmm. and like, what in the world and blown out both the speakers <clears throat> because these cheap ass speakers that i bought did not have crossovers in them oh they must have been uh what was it mtx or something i don't know what yeah. they were and so it was one of those things that, like, I had to, I took them back because I mean I had them like two weeks, you know. And the guy was like, "Well, you know, blah blah blah." I'm like, "Dude, I've had you know, I had the receipt. I'm like, there's no way that the, you know." I was like, "All right, well, okay." And so he like switched them out for something else. They weren't the same. They were yeah. some whatever. Uh, and first thing I did was going to get crossovers and, oh, and yeah. put them in. And quite honestly, they it, I'd never really got those things going. <laughs> again but I'll tell you what was funny excuse me is that I had I had um okay I had a fat boys tape oh which one coming back hard again oh uh, it's yeah. the one that you know, had the twist on it but it also had the are you ready for Freddy which was on yeah. the Freddy's uh Freddy's dead yeah soundtrack and that was the one I used to listen to all the time Goodness, dude, you have been sneezing and coughing for all night. <laughs> I know, but that was kind of my that and the Chili Peppers um, uh, "Blood Sugar Sex Magic" oh, yeah. was another one, and yeah. the song "Blood Sugar Sex Magic" was oh, always good to yeah. listen to through that stuff. But mainly, I just learned it for you know for Loudness. loud yeah. and and I accomplished that quite a bit. You know, I'll tell you, it's funny talking about you know like cars. <laughs> I've said this many times, and I'll probably regret saying it on here, but that <laughs> first vehicle that I owned, like my car, like you know, I bought it right after I graduated high school. Basically, the money that I got for graduation, graduation. I took all of that and That's bought this a very thing. common occurrence. Yeah. yeah, and it was, like I said, it was a 75 Camaro because I wanted a Camaro. I really wanted a Mustang, but... That's, that, that whole yeah. 70s style of Camaro is actually one of my favorites yes. because a, a good friend of mine Kentucky his cousin had one and then he, he inherited it and mm-hmm. it was that it was that royal blue with yeah. the rally wheels on it and I can't tell you how many hours we drove we, we would just drive around Kentucky mm-hmm. listening to Journey's Greatest Hits oh, and <laughs> so anyway I bought I wound up buying this car it wasn't a good car it was kind of it was in my price range and it moved when he put the keys in. And it moved when he put the keys in it. It had a rusted out quarter panel and you know, it needed a paint job. No and, exhaust. And the I wound up having to do something with the exhaust because yeah. I lost it was a dual exhaust and I wound up losing one of the, the mufflers one day. It just fell off while yeah. I was driving down the road. And uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. And it was but it was one of those things that it was far past its prime and I loved it so much. And quite honestly, I can look at that car and it explains a lot about some of the women that I've dated. So, 
Are, are you saying you're a chronic fixer-upper? Is that what you're saying? I'm just saying. Because if that, that says a lot about you know the women you're dating, your second car mm. probably says some too. Because second car was a Jeep. No. Yes. When, when did the Caddy come? No. In? Okay. Cadillac was not mine. Cadillac belonged to my parents. Uh, my dad has okay. had had i guess he probably still does he just doesn't own one now but we at one time we had three cadillacs because that's a car i remember you riding around it was that that i had it was a 1977 cadillac coupe de ville okay this thing and it had it had been butter yellow at one point it it always was it it was sun faded like crap it was it was yellow 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 and here's the thing with the coupe de villes is that that model had the uh the vinyl top Oh, you yeah. know, it wasn't yeah. a convertible, but it just had the vinyl top, you yeah, know? Yeah, absolutely. Well, whoever had ordered it, had, had bought it originally, had, didn't had. Oh, no, it was, origi- it, it was originally a hard top? Ordered it without the vinyl top, so it was just the regular so he had metal. So he had a secondary top put on by, probably no, by a third party? It, well, no, this it was just... Now, what I'm saying with the vinyl top is that it's, it's, it's a hard top, but it, yeah. you know how like those Cadillacs had the vinyl on the outside. Oh yeah, They're no, no, okay. I'm, I know what you're yeah. talking about. Well, this no, when they when he ordered it from the uh, the dealership, yeah, and I know this because it, the car was originally my grandparents' car, and it was one that they bought it because the guy ordered it from the dealership and never came and picked it up. So they were just trying to get rid of it. They granted he wound up buying it, you know, with a discount because they were like. We got to get rid of this thing, you know. So you were driving a faded butter yellow discount caddy. Absolutely, and so that, that's a that's a rock but song somewhere. That thing, like I said, it was about a mile long for one thing. It was I mean, about it was as long huge. as that station wagon, dude. The thing I'm telling you, it, 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 you, you needed an acre to turn that thing around. Yeah, I'm but you, you could get a family of you sixteen. Could get a family of sixteen. Here's the other thing. That Which Cadillac, equates to like 104 clowns. I know. That Cadillac had a 425 engine in it, okay? Mm, Here's mm, the thing. Mm. Of course, it also weighed about three tons. Yeah, but that that, that 425 Caddy engine? I, I, I've said this so many times. You, ne- I never, I could never beat anybody off a line for anything. But you'd catch him a half mile down the road. And there was nothing anybody could do to catch that thing once it got going all that momentum i had that thing the needle the the speedometer only because the cadillacs at that time only registered 85 <laughs> on the speedometer like all the way up oh yeah that was all the cars back then. i have had that i had that needle buried many times on an interstate oh yeah and it was like sailing like you were just floating oh yeah just yeah. i mean it was Cushion the of smoothest air, it was the smoothest ride once you hit about 100 <laughs> miles an hour and <laughs> kind of like my my camaro the speedometer went to 130 yeah yeah i buried it one day i mean buried it and, and it was still and, accelerating and probably out on i-65 it was on 24 coming back oh, 24. from, uh, from uh, smyrna and here's the thing with that that car because it was a chevy and it was all metal from oh yeah you know, when but, you hit about 60 miles an hour everything rattled on it oh yeah everything rattled on it once you hit about 85 it tightens up smoothest ride you've ever yeah, experience. Everything got. <laughs> it, it's kind of like the SR seventy one Blackbirds. They mm. rattle and shake and leak like mm-hmm. crazy on the ground, but once you get them in the area, right. everything tightens up, right. seals yeah. up, and runs like a. But yeah, no, that Cadillac was not mine. I did drive it quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, even after I owned my own car, because that car broke down on me about once, twice a year or so. I yeah. mean, I mean, it did. Like even, and it's one of those things that sat even after I stopped after I bought my Jeep. 
because that was my second vehicle that was mine. Okay. Um, but even after I bought that, I held on to that car for another couple of years. Yeah, you did, because you were still working on it. And I, I, I wanted, I wanted it, I wanted to restore it. But it was one of those things. I finally got to the point where I was like, "Look, I'm never going to have the time or the money to put into this thing to do what yeah. needs to be done, uh, because it was going to have to have a lot of body work done on it, you know, paint job and all that kind of stuff." And I was like, "You know, perfect there, southern yeah, muscle car. It's just there's no use in having it." And yeah. so I had committed to sell it. And I remember going out, and I came home, and of course it had been sitting for a couple of years, like the tags were way yeah, out of yeah. you know and everything. And uh, I came home and I'm drinking a little bit. And I was like, well, they're supposed to come tomorrow to pick it up. So I walked inside. I got, got the, the keys. keys. I went in. I started it up. And I sat in the park. And I sat in the driveway for a little bit. And then I was like, all right, one more. And so I took it out around the block, basically. If I remember right, here. it didn't have any brakes at that point. Yeah, it, it had brakes. It? it did. I mean, it didn't have, I'll tell you what it didn't have. It didn't have dash light <laughs> so <laughs> oh, i remember that drive you did it after the sun was down yeah and it was like you can't see anything like you can't i mean it was yeah. nothing none of the gauges none of it nothing anything um and yeah i just i took it out you know, yeah this is like two o'clock in the morning or something you know and so i took it up and around and came back yeah. and parked it right back and the next day i wound up selling the vehicle did the stereo work in it at all still worked so what were you listening to when you made that drive i didn't i didn't turn the radio on really no I did. That's appropriate, though. Yeah, I was like, no, I think this is. Also, I didn't want to yeah. attract the police, so <laughs> for multiple multiple reasons, it's it's out of it's out of tag. I'd been drinking, it's, you know, it's just a whole bunch of stuff. So it wasn't. So you had your Camaro. Mm-hmm. After the station wagon, my second car was yeah, a Camaro. I remember this one, yeah. but it was a third gen. Right. I had a 1984. Chevrolet Camaro Z28 50HO, mm-hmm. which is a car that I believe became the IROC the next year. Went, yes, it did. went from the small block three, uh, 305 to the small block 350. There was a small block 350 in the IROC. In the IROC, okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was a. I think they call a 350 a small block. I believe it's is right. It? I think okay. I, I don't think I they thought start, that was the big block. No, I don't think they get into big blocks wrong. until you wrong. get it's until a, you get up into like the upper threes and 400s but uh, you know, i'm i'm car stupid i can okay, i can okay. drive the wheels off of one right I'm i can't kinda, change I'm my kinda, oil yeah and I'm, it I'm, a, I'm ashamed to say it I, I used to i used to be a lot more proficient when it came to yeah. doing that kind of stuff than i am now but but that that car had the high output 305 mm-hmm. um it had a holly carb on it um it was the air Here's the thing about that car. The headlights were actually recessed in under the hood lid mm-hmm. a little bit because the headlight scoops were actually the air scoops for the air intake. Nice. So that air that air cleaner that sat on top of the carburetor mm-hmm. actually had air feeds that went up and sat right in on top nice. of the headlights on either side. Yeah. And it had a 700 R4 automatic overdrive transmission, a 737 rear end. And I think I had ended up putting like two and three quarter inch exhaust on it or something. <laughs> I, I put like huge exhaust on it, yeah, you know, to get yeah. a little bit of rumble. And even with the T tops, had the T tops, had the T tops. Mine did not have the T tops. It was the bright, bright cherry red mm-hmm. with the gray interior, the or gray and black interior. Right. Oh, I remember that vehicle. Yeah, um, even with the miles on it. 
even with it having an automatic transmission on it, if I, from a standstill, stomp the gas, it would smoke the tires, get going, and when it hit second gear, it would bark the right rear tire and go on down the road. And oh, hang on a second. This little summer head cold is going to yeah. kill me. Um, the the one story I, I I ended up wrecking that car because somebody pulled out in front of me mm-hmm. and I, tur- I remember when that happened. I, I swerved to avoid him and he ran me into the back of a Dodge Caravan, crushed the fr- I bent the steering wheel to the dashboard of my forehead, and then the guy who pulled out in front of me left the scene of the accident. Cops never found him, mm-hmm. and that was the end of that car. But the main memory of that car was T tops out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was. I think I might have been blasting um, Soundgarden, Bad Motorfinger or something, because I dug back into my old cassettes and mm-hmm. all that. And there was a stoplight there at the edge of Hendersonville going towards Gallatin. And that road between Gallatin and Hendersonville was all four-lane wide open. There wasn't really much there. And Nashville Pike. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this girl in this Mustang pulled up next mm. to me. It was like, you want to race? And I was like... Yeah, well, what do I get if I if I win? She goes, how about my phone number? And I went, you're on. <laughs> and light turned green, and I smoked her. Mm-hmm. And I smoked her hard. And sitting underneath the bridge where the bypass went over Gallatin Road was a motorcycle cop. Oh. And I probably passed him doing close to 100. Because mm-hmm. that car was quick. Yeah. And, and it's what, 50 down through there? It was it was fifty right there, right yeah. There, so I was point, I was yeah. double the limit right, at that yeah. point. <laughs> go straight to jail. Do I was like, oh yeah, I was like, I am <laughs> I am going to jail. <laughs> and I pulled over, and a cop walks up. He he's giving me he's reading me the right act as mm-hmm. he should. Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Do you have a good reason?" I said, uh, "Actually, I do." And I started to tell him. And the girl in the Mustang pulled up next to me. Goes, "Better luck next time," and drives off. And he pauses, and he looks at me, and he looks at her driving off down the road, and he looks at me, he goes, tell me the story. (laughs) I told him what just happened, Mm -hmm. and so instead of sending me to jail, he gave me a ticket for careless driving, Right. which it was expensive, and I had to do court dates, I I had to do... I had to do defensive com- driving courses and I had yeah, to do yeah. community service over. It. Oh well. And what was fun is they what was funny is they sent me there was a there was a place there in Harrisonville that was like uh it was like a goodwill, but it was like a local goodwill mm-hmm. and it raised funds for Oh, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Um I did my customer service driving their truck carrying stuff that couldn't be resold to the dump in Gallatin. Oh wow. <laughs> so I spent my community service for um speeding driving. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> That is a very Tennessee punishment, is what that is. <laughs> and, and what's funny is I was talking to a friend of mine's dad afterwards, and when he was our age, when mm-hmm. he was our age back in high school, the cops on Saturday night would shut down a portion of Gallatin Road, and the cops and the kids would get out there and drag racing. Drag race, nice, yeah. I was like, ah, oh, the sixties, yeah. the seventies. My dad talked about how. Um, there's a road here in Nashville that like runs all the way around the city, it's Bradley Parkway, and that un- wasn't completed. It wasn't completed for a long yeah. time, and and there was like a mile 
It's like a mile and a half. Yeah, that it was wasn't something. It was like, like literally, it was like one of those. And the whole thing is, there was a holdout on somebody selling the land, yeah. and they couldn't get the eminent domain. He, he finally died. Yeah, and so they, <laughs> they finally connected it. But Dad was telling me that it was one of those things when he, my dad's first vehicle was a '69 Camaro. Mm. Uh, he got it when he came to. He grew up in Eastern North Carolina. When he came back here, he went to Vanderbilt. Okay. And um, my grandparents were staying over there. And my grandfather bought him that car. Yeah. Because he needed a car when he came back over here and everything. And uh, what, a, what a car to get because I he know. needed a car. Yeah, 69, like a 69 Camaro. Camaro. Yeah, that's exactly what Prob- you give an 18 year old kid who's getting ready to like drive, who's going to be 500 miles away. And, and probably so. only paid like 2,800 bucks oh, for yeah. it or something oh, yeah, brand new then. off the show. It was actually, it was a used one. Oh, so he paid fourteen hundred bucks. Yeah, for something it. like yeah. that. You know. Ugh. So uh, I wish he still he, he sold that car before I was ever born. I never saw that vehicle. I need a DeLorean <laughs> so I can go back in time <laughs> and, and yeah, no. fill me a barn somewhere I know, I know. and come back. Um, but he talked about when they were working on Briley Parkway. Yeah. That, um, that he knew guys and that would go out beyond the barrels. Yeah. And drag down through there, and he said he went a few times. And he, one night he was said he was, was going to go, and he decided not to at the last minute, and the cops showed that night and got everybody. He's got that <laughs> six cents. Yep. Uh, so, but, yeah, you know, that type of stuff. I, I was never much into the whole, hey, let's race, you know, type stuff. I did want a vehicle that had some <laughs> get-up-and-go, you know, back then. I, not so oh, much yeah. these days because gas is expensive. Back then, we were talking about this before we sat down. You know, like when I bought, when in ni- and when I graduated in 92 and I bought that vehicle, gas was 90 cents a gallon. 90 cents a gallon. Okay. And when a six, seven months later, whenever um, I went to Boston, to Volunteer State. Yeah which was in Gallatin, and it was one of those things that, you know, that car got like 13, 14 miles to the gallon, yeah, maybe. Yeah, because it, had, maybe, the, it had the 350 with the four-barrel. four-barrel, quadrajets, yeah. yeah, all of it. But it was one of those things that it cost me to fill up the, to fill up the car cost me about $16. See that wagon? Because mm-hmm. I remember when, uh, when I was driving that wagon, gas was 99 cents a gallon. Mm-hmm. I could put I could fill the tank for twenty two bucks. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, it cost me about sixteen dollars, sixteen, seventeen dollars, something like that. And it was one of those things where I was like, I'm not sure if I'm gonna be able to afford to drive to Gallatin <laughs> back five days a week. Because <laughs> I was gonna have to fill up twice a week. Oh, I you know. know? And, so I know. It was <laughs> and and like and you like me had a lead foot. Oh yeah, I know, uh, I know. But Oh, I'll tell you, there's there's another story. First ticket I ever got. Okay, I was coming back from Vol from Vol State. Yeah, and I just hit Vietnam vet. Okay. Yeah. And I was in that Cadillac. All right. I was flying. Yeah. I mean, I was flying whenever I, I mean and it was when I'm talking about like had just hit it. Like I had barely gotten on there whenever I hit the. Oh, so you hadn't even made the curve yet? Uh, no, I was just past the curve. Like, oh, you know, like, like you'd already topped the hill, made the curve, yep. and was headed back down, back down, and like I was flying and all of a sudden I saw blue lights and there was a cop that was sitting in the median or actually no she was coming it was a she she was coming the other way and she turned in the median and came across now I had a huge jump oh yeah a huge jump and the thought went through my mind just run I could make it 
to the next exit before she ever caught up. Yeah, but you'd never make the corner. <laughs> Probably not. But the you, other thing, the you other would thing, you, the would other, have, you would have to throw an anchor yes. out the window. The other thing that went through my head though was, it is a bright sunny day, and you are in a bright yellow Cadillac. You're not hiding anywhere. <laughs> 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 so yeah. yeah, that was, uh, and that, I got the ticket for that. I'll, I still, to this day, don't think I was going as fast as, as what she said, she said I was yeah. going, but I was I was speeding. I will admit that. So. Oh, oh, that was the other thing. I was because I worked in Madison, mm-hmm. and I would get on the bypass and hit sixty five, and I would get off at you know down in Madison Old Hickory Boulevard. Right. right. I had just gotten off the bypass and was headed Old Hickory Boulevard, and I saw this red Viper <laughs> coming up next to me. Yeah. And he he got up next to me and went just a little bit past me and then backed off and jumped it once. I didn't even look over to see who it was. Mm -hmm. And I just went one, two, three and stomped it. We both, I knew he was going to burn me. Oh, yeah. I knew he was going to burn me. You were not keeping up with that Viper. And we went on and he, and he, you know, he was, he would get out in front of me and he would slow down, let me catch up. And he'd get out Mm -hmm. in front of me and and then when I got down close to the exit, I was like waving at him and I looked over. And it was Alan Jackson. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> well, there you go. Alan Jackson was messing with me with his Viper with that Camaro. But no. to have that dude, you know, do something like that, that was yeah. that was funny. Yeah. So and yeah, stuff like that around happens around. You know, well, Lori Morgan ran me off the road and gave me the finger for being in her in her way one time. Well, I'll, I'll say this: I didn't think that we would get fifty three minutes out of this topic uh, when we started, but we're there. You you thought I had come up with a bomb? Well, it probably I mean, is a bomb. This is probably going to be the weakest of our. This is. I mean, I, honestly, you know, it kind of you know we are getting into a lot of yeah, you don't know the area, regional, you know, blah, yeah, blah blah blah. But it's still one of those things that again, this is one of those things. That Everybody has this experience. Guys of a certain age, age and a, a certain and generation, older. yeah, to a certain generation, you know, uns, uh, plural. Um, yeah, this is one of those things. Either you had a vehicle like that, or you wanted a vehicle like that, or and, you and know, you wanted to get your friends together and you wanted exactly, to go drive around, exactly, and listen to music, and the, it was about oh, getting the girls. Yeah, and, yeah, that's. But uh, I, I think that. I kind of think all of that has kind of come to an end um, at this point because I, I don't see the generations coming up behind us really caring about what no, they drive. I mean, it's they're more, they're of, more worried about fuel mileage. Well, yeah, I mean, especially with gas being as expensive as it is now. I mean, like here here in Tennessee, you know, like I, earlier tonight, I filled you know I filled up. It was like two fifty five a gallon. I know once you get out to the West Coast, gas is freaking like four dollars. Well, that's because you know. three quarters of it is in tax. Yeah, but it's still one of those things where I mean, yeah, you know, that's so you do want a vehicle that's more fuel efficient, and and I'll be honest, whenever I start looking at vehicles, that's one of the first things I look at now, is how much how much does it get to a, you know what's the gas mileage? Best best car I had like that I had a little Saturn SC one that was a that was yeah, a that's uh, still kind of sporty. Yeah, but it, but it was still it was but I <coughs> bought it because it. It was it, it got great gas mileage. Yeah. I mean, it got forty miles a gallon. It was like, geez, you know. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it just it, it is what it is. I guess you know we all. I, have, I guess have I'm those still. Cars. I still dream of someday maybe owning a, a '66 Mustang, but we'll see. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've always been that dual headlight Chevelle guy. Yeah. Um, you know, think dazed and confused. 
Yeah. That that blue. That's a good car movie. Straight. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. A, American Graffiti, Dazed and Confused. That's a that's a great car mm-hmm. movie. Um, maybe that's what that maybe that's an episode we need we to do. do is car car movies. movies. There you yeah. go. <laughs> we could probably do that. So you do like but, Vanishing Point. <laughs> crash. You've seen Crash, haven't you? <laughs> You're talking about the Cronenberg movie. Yeah, where they, they where they get they off on wrecking cars. Pre- yeah, 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 I have seen that. Yes, that that was a that was a weird night for me. That was a weird. Yeah, <laughs> I used to say that that was a, that was a movie that I wouldn't like show a girl if I thought if I wanted to know if she was going to stick around or not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a friend of mine uh, refer to that movie as S and M for Transformers. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean that's so. what, it, what it is. It's it's a bizarre mm-hmm. one. I'll give it that. So anyway, yeah, I guess we'll get out of here. Yeah, thanks for showing. This is uh, thanks for putting up with my my musings <laughs> hey. and my nostalgia tonight. Yeah. Hey, there's nothing wrong with a little nostalgia. So uh, uh, yeah, this is a Project X podcast. Uh, you can reach us at pro- or at uh, <laughs> I'll get it out here in a second. Projectxpod at gmail dot com. You can go to our website projectxpod.com yep it yep and um, we also have instagram we what? just got it it was um yeah we'll get we'll we'll, we'll, we'll link figure to it, it and everything yeah, yeah. we'll link to it um, there's a facebook page there's a twitter yes yeah, so yeah i have a twitter for the show it's big dave xpod yes um or at big dave xpod yes um, so yeah you can get in touch with us tell us your car stories um, you know, whether, or, or it's, whether can, it's cruising or, you know, a vehicle that you owned or, you know, that moment, that, that girl in the car that you can still see all that, these years later, that, you know, that blonde in the car. Exactly. Or, or you can just yell at me for being stupid and regional and weepy <laughs> and, and, you know, it looks like a good night. I may go out and roll the windows down and crank some theater of pain. There you go. So <laughs> we'll see you next time. I'm big Dave. I'm Alan. And that was an awkward pause. All right. Good night. Good night.